0: I promised you guys a podcast and that's what you're going to get. This weekend was a lot um, as far as just a lot going on. Um, My ex-husband moved out this past weekend, so it has been a little hectic. My house has been really messy. Um, The kids have been a little emotional. Um, and even my dog is a little emotional, um, you know, because we had two dogs and obviously they were split, um, in this separation as well. So just a lot going on. Thank you for your patience as we kind of go through this endeavor together. It's definitely great to be back in my new studio. Um... If it's a little echoey in here, I apologize in advance. Um, So, you guys wanted a touch more on my breaking point as far as the split in the marriage. Is marriage hard? Are relationships hard? Fuck yeah. Everyone's going to say they are so challenging, but the truth is when you're still growing as a person, which I encourage you all to continue to do, but when you're trying to find yourself, figure out who you are that's when relationships are really challenging. Um, And so the hard part is sticking next to each other while that happens and hoping once you find who you are or who you're meant to be, that it still aligns. With your significant other and i think that's a really important part to pay attention to is you know if you were in a place when you met your significant other where you were confident on who you are and what you want and where you're going and your partner was the same way you guys probably don't have a whole lot of issues um I know couples that have literally been together for 15 years and never fight. Some of you might say, oh, that's boring, you know, I genuinely enjoy fighting. And that just goes back into, right, our tolerance levels. So when you meet someone, you're going to inherit a lot of their previous relationship traits. Um, just kind of what they think is normal. I remember in the past I had dated someone, and I can't remember what happened, and they just started screaming at me, and I was like i I don't know what you're used to or what you are what's normal to you as far as the way you treat a girl um but this isn't it. You know, and so that goes into tolerance levels based on what is a deal breaker for you and what's not a deal breaker for you, right? So, you know, when I met my now ex-husband, we said deal breakers are cheating, abuse, like d- death or something like that. like that was our like main things that would end our marriage, right? But that wasn't necessarily the case. And I'm sure there's a million different versions that people have heard of what I did wrong, what he did wrong. We could sit here and point fingers at each other all day. Um, But that's not why I'm doing my podcast. What I am here to say is I fell victim to the same thing that I always do, which is ignoring the flags when you first meet somebody because certain things that you might not accept or that you notice in someone, but you're like, I'm having a lot of fun, I really like this guy or girl, right? And you're like, I'm just gonna ignore it because everything else is great. Well, then fast forward a month or so, right? And then there's maybe one more flag, and you're like, um, but everything else is great, right? So when you're dating someone, And granted, when I met my husband, -husband, ex-husband, we met and got married 55 days after knowing each other. Very quick. So, But in that amount of time, I saw multiple things that I usually wouldn't tolerate. But again, I liked everything else. And fast forward, um, multiple things were issues in our marriage that I forgave. I moved forward, tried to work past. Um, We tried marriage counseling. We tried three different marriage counselors. When you start dating someone, you ignore the red flags. Fast forward three, four, five years down the road, I realized the things that bothered me so bad in our marriage were things that have been there the whole time. I just, at the beginning, choose to ignore them because everything else was fine. Um, You know, and it got to the point where I was like, is it fair for me to be mad at him when those were the red flags that were there In the beginning, I saw huge amounts of insecurity at the beginning of the relationship. Um, It transpired throughout the relationship. I know your number one question, well, did you do anything to break the trust? No. I stood by my husband. I supported all of his endeavors, and I never cheated. I can 100% say that. Now, what I don't tolerate is my happiness. Um, so with that insecurity transpiring for as long as it did, I felt myself getting angry and distant and, you know, justifying for no reason. But then when you take two steps back, why is it okay for me to be mad about a trait that he never hid from me, I just hid it from myself? And then later on down the road, it's really affecting my relationship. But I ignored the flag because I was having a good time. And that is a minor example of what I'm, I'm explaining to you. And while, no, that's not the entire reason, um, we cannot keep ignoring red flags and then getting mad down the road for the red flags that we saw to begin with. Love is about accepting who you are with and everything that comes with them. So being this old, and knowing what I want and what I don't want is clearing and narrowing the path, um, and I recognize that, and I know that, and that's okay, but knowing what I can tolerate, what I cannot tolerate, and what I just want in a partner. um. You got a life partner or you got a love partner. Some of you guys are all into the PDA and the traveling partner and the cute photos and, you know, looking like this perfect couple, but I'm ready for a life partner. I'm ready for someone I can do business with. Someone that I can learn from. We can learn from each other. Someone that, you know, is going to make me a better person in every aspect. Um, So, that's not why we're here. I get really off off track. I don't know if you guys have uh, picked up on that or not. Talk about, like, 19 different things at once. Um... I know you guys thought you're going to come on here and hear a bunch of dish, um, but I'm here to do the opposite. Um, now, did he do things that were wrong doing during the marriage that caused me to start pushing away? Absolutely. But I'm here to talk about the mistakes I made and what I learned from my experience that led me to the decision that I made. This goes back to my tolerance levels. We all have tolerance levels in our relationship based on what we know of the past and how we were raised. Doesn't make it okay. And all the traumas that come with becoming your true self is going to help you be able to truly find your soulmate. And what I mean by that is, you know, everyone who strives to look like this perfection is not what everyone is looking for. Um, So just keep that in mind when you've got this image in your mind of what you're supposed to look like or how you're supposed to act. Or are you witty enough or funny enough or sarcastic enough or dry enough, right? The fear of expectations of what or who you're supposed to be when you're meeting people. Just be yourself and don't ignore the red flags. So with all of this being said, Um, I want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. That's a bad analogy. (laughs) Let me explain something to you guys. I have been locked in my bedroom for the last six months. I... I've had to hide to talk on the phone, to have conversations, and I still, I still feel that entrapment. So I feel like I'm still not being able to be myself, and I just feel it digging out of my skin to, like, show you guys, and it's finally kicking in that, like, I can be as loud as I want, I can do and say whatever the fuck I want, right, and... The only thing that you guys hear is my dog snoring in the background. Who cares? So I just want to remind myself that this is who I am and it is okay to be who I am. It's okay. This is okay. Okay. So back to my don't date a man who just got broke up with, right? So what I mean by that is... I gotta be careful here. <clears throat> a man who got broken up with has a different need than a man who broke up with his partner. There's two different needs there. One guy just wants to be happy. Another guy wants anything that he can get to feel better about the way he's feeling. So be careful when you date a man who got broken up with. Same thing goes for a female, right? So when you're out on the prowl, one of your little questions should be, did you break up with your last partner? Or did they break up with you? And why? Right? We don't talk about that enough. I know that's y'all's question to me. Why did I break it off? And it's just... It's a really hard question. Because it's not like something that just happened overnight. Um, Like I said, we had multiple issues. Um, You know... Arguing is something that I grew up with in my household. It's a trigger for me. I don't like arguing. I don't like being questioned. I don't like being interrogated. I like confidence and support and a partner, right? Um, So when I feel like the things in my life aren't for the best and bring out the best possible person that I can be, I remove myself from the situation. Um, So, yes, the last time we left off, we went to the Dominican together. Um, And it put us back in the fantasy world of Reality doesn't exist. You know, there's no bills, there's no jobs, there's no kids, there's no responsibilities. Um, And I think that that's something that people forget to incorporate in the beginning stages of a relationship. Because a lot of people can base their relationship off of a good weekend. um, Off of a couple drinks off of something special that might happen that's never happened before. And we kind of take that feeling of that moment and we hang on to it and we hope that it never goes away. It's going to go away, but it's supposed to go away. So that down the line, you can do something that makes you feel that way again. If you had that constant endorphin being released all the time, life would be dull. Um, so just know that that endorphin is, is not reality for a relationship. Um, I knew I had a lot to learn from this based on my quick marriage. Another thing that I'd like to point out is, you know, whenever I've broken up with someone um, and they start seeing someone 24 hours after... It's made official. That reassures me that that person's probably been there for a while. A little reassurance, right? And, you know, I'm not gonna lie, asking for this divorce wasn't easy For a long time, I've even rehearsed it in the shower for those words to actually come out of my mouth. Um, I thought about it constantly, which is super negative. Made me in a terrible mood. Made me angry a lot. I was just not myself. And there was guilt of breaking up my family, my kids, my stepson, and I just asked for guidance, answers. I got them over and over and over, and I still questioned it and I asked for guidance, and I got my answers over and over and over, and I just always just needed more. I knew what I wanted. I was terrified to do it, but I knew I had to. And the day I went to mediation to sign my divorce papers, my attorney goes, here, this is a, the mediation overview. You just have to sign this really quick. Very first document. Not even the divorce papers yet. Just the mediation paper. Zero hesitation. Jessica LaBelle. I signed my maiden name. I'm going to sign my maiden name in almost six years. Zero hesitation. I said... Okay. That was the universe literally assuring me I was making the right decision. And essentially every moment after um, that day has also reassured me of my decision. There's a lot to my story. All you need to know is I tried, I was supportive, I was patient, I was present, um, that's, a, that's a big thing that people forget to be is present you can be married and living under the same roof as your wife and children or husband and children or just spouse in general Um, you can live under the same roof and absolutely not be present so just be present a nice thing to do. I don't know. But I love you guys. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm out.